despite the uprising of uh, 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 of racial hatred which is at a peak despite the looming civil war that's on the horizon I don't hear anybody despite the, the way that the land is being ravaged by weather despite all the things that we're dealing with it'll be alright Look at somebody next and say, I believe it'll be all right. Because there are certain promises that God has made that cannot be revoked if you meet the qualification. If you meet the qualification, it must come to pass. Oh, I'm, I'm trying to... See, sometimes we're so religious that it becomes routine and not real. You know, we routinely quote scriptures, but we don't really realize the true power of the scripture. We have become so indoctrinated that we really sometimes just, just think that it's just some kind of, you know, activity, religious activity. And we don't put it into our personal, individual lives. When it comes to our personal lives, we fret. When it comes to our personal lives, we don't know what to do. When it comes to our personal lives, we fear. When it comes to our personal lives, we take matters into our own hands. When it comes to our personal lives, we speak negatively. When it comes to our personal lives, we worry. But we quote positive scriptures, but have negative thought. Which cancels out. Will y'all just give me 30 minutes? Which cancels out the power of the word. The word is supposed to work in your individual personal life and not just in the church service. Amen. The healing is supposed to work in your life. The deliverance is supposed to work in your life. The miracle is supposed to be seen in your life. The prosperity is supposed to happen in your life. The help is supposed to come in your life. The word is supposed to come alive. It's supposed to come alive in every situation that you're in. When you're in sickness, the word is supposed to come alive with healing. Y'all don't make me preach before my time. When you're confused, the word is supposed to come alive and give you wisdom. I don't hear you. When you're in need, the word is supposed to come alive with provision. It's supposed to come alive in your life. Amen. When you're struggling, the word is supposed to come alive and be help to you. And you're supposed to, when you're crying, the word is supposed to come alive and give you confidence. Cry your tear, but when you wipe your eyes, get your confidence. And remember what the word said. The word said, weeping may. No, no, see, you can quote it, but when you're going through it, you got to put it to practice. You can quote it because you've heard it in church for so long, but is it active in your life? Because you are going to cry. You are going to cry. But when you cry out of loss or hurt or depression, you got to remind yourself, it's only for a night. It's only for a night. But when I wake up, I said, when I wake up, joy and you're supposed to demand the scriptures to live in your life command the scriptures to come alive in your life these are the promises of God that don't fail and if you qualify these promises aren't for everybody it's if you qualify I'm going to go to Joshua 1 and 8. Come on, I got to qualify this. Before I get to 1 and 9, I got to go to 1 and 8. Because I got to qualify 9 with 8. Hallelujah. The the Bible said, And this book of the law shall not leave out of your mouth. You want meaning that you'll continue to speak it. This 
book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you shall meditate therein day and night. Qualifying, meditate on it day and night that you may observe to do, to do according to all that is written therein. Come on. For then, qualification, if you meditate on the word day and night, put it to practice in your life, then you shall make your way prosperous and then you will have I don't hear anybody. And then you will have good success. Qualifying, if you meditate on the word, live the word, do the word, then you've got the promise of the word. (laughs) It's not just claiming to be Christian. Anybody can claim to be Christian. But it's when you live the Christianity, when you walk in it, when you obey God, when you've given your life over to him, when you have divorced yourself from sin, and when you're living holy, when you meditate on the word, that means just not just quoting a few scriptures, but meditate on what God said. Day and night, making a part of your culture, Make it a part of your mindset. Wrap the word around your head and wrap it around your arm. And I want you to make sure that you read it. In the Jewish custom, they have something called prophylactics. It's a box that's on their head with scriptures on it. Tied up around their head. Hallelujah. It shows that they're meditating on it. They wrap it around their right arm. Hallelujah. And they read it and they bow and they read it and they bow and they read it and they bow. They're meditating on the word so that they can remember it because they're going to need it because life is going to throw a curveball. I don't hear it, you hear. Life is going to throw a curveball and you're going to need to know what to do by the word. Am I talking to anybody here? And you're going to need to know what to do by the word. He said, this book of the law shall not leave out of your mouth. Mean that you'll continually speak this word. It'll continually be in my mouth. Continually be in my mouth. Quoting scriptures. Putting scriptures into practice. Continue. Well, I don't know how to. You got to get the word first in order to do it. You can't live on Jesus wept. Did you hear what I say? You can't live on Jesus wept. But know all the housewives. You can't live on God so loved the world that he gave his only forgotten son. But be wilding out. Now you wild out. Amen. You you can't can't appropriate the scriptures and still after 40, 50 years be watching the stories. If you don't know what the stories are, ask your grandmama and she'll tell you. Can know all the characters on the stories, but don't know the characters in the Bible. I sound like an old preacher now. An old preacher. Y'all watching them stories as the world turns. One life to live. God in light. Ryan's hope. General Hospital. The only hope Ryan got is the hope of Christ. The general hospital is the house of God. 
One life to live is in Jesus Christ. For you that don't know what I just did, I just took you back to a church age you don't know anything about. You've got to meditate on this word day and night. Hallelujah. Because in so doing, hallelujah, you're going to make your way prosperous. Amen. You're going to make your way prosperous and you're going to have good success. Is this a promise? But it's conditional. It's conditional. And the reason why a lot of people don't have those promises active is because they haven't met the condition. Hallelujah. And then God told Joshua, have I not commanded you? Tell the people, have I not commanded you? Haven't I given you a command? Have I not commanded you? Be strong. You're about to go through some things, but be strong. You're about to go back into a storm, but be strong. And have a good courage. Be strong and have good courage. Don't be afraid of what's coming in your life. And don't be dismayed at what you're going to have to deal with in your life. Because as you deal with life, the Lord your God shall be with you. Whithersoever you go, that is a qualified promise that no matter what life has in store for you, up or down, good or bad, he said, I'm walking with you, baby. If you keep my law, if you keep my word, I'm walking with you. If you obey my will, I'm walking with you. I will be with you wherever. I don't hear anybody. I will be with you wherever you go. If you go into the valley and the shadow of death, it'll be all right because I will be with you there. If you take the wings of the morning and fly to the utmost parts of the world, it'll be all right because I'm going to be there already. If you make your bed in hell, it'll be all right because I'll be there to pick you up. No matter what happens in a believer's life, what's the qualification? A believer's life. God said, don't worry about the storm. You can weather the storm. It'll be It'll be all right. Don't get nervous with the things that you've got to go through. Because the enemy is inventing new ways to get you nervous. He is working overtime to get the saints to worry, to get the believers to fret. In the book of Daniel, it said that he's, in the last day, he's going to try to wear out the saints. There's an agenda against the saints. Am I talking about you? There's an agenda against the believers. The enemy's thing is if I can't get you to let go, I'm going to wear you out. But the bottom line is you got to trust God that he giveth more strength. And they that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. That means when your strength gets to its last ounce, if you're waiting on the Lord, remember there's a qualifying factor. If you wait on the Lord, that's the qualification. He will renew your strength and you will mount up from depression. You will mount up from oppression. You will mount up from worry. You will mount up from fret. You will. I see somebody's wings stretching out. I see I see somebody's wings stretching out. You will mount up on wings. 
See, you got to put this into practice. It's time for some of you to fly. You've been walking through depression too long. You've been walking through hurt for too long. It's time for some of you to learn how to fly. They shall mount up with wings like an eagle. That, that's where I am. I, I had to learn how to fly over some things. I, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, I'm, I'm not a sparrow. I'm an eagle. I don't fly with the flock. I got to fly alone. Yo, don't hear what I'm saying. I can't be a part of the collective. God's given me the wings of a solitary eagle flying over my situation, flying higher than my problems, gaining altitude that my problems can't exist in. For where I'm going, my problems can't breathe. The height that I'm going to, my haters can't breathe up there. I'm flying higher than the hate. Do I have any eagles in this room? I'm talking to the eagles right now. They shall mount up with wings as an eagle. And when they run, they're not going to get tired after the first sprint. You're not going to peter out. They shall run and not get weary because the Lord will put running in their feet. The Lord will strengthen them for the journey. Do I have any runners here? And we're not running just to be in a contest. We're running to win. We're running for the prize. I don't hear anybody. I'm running for the gold. I'm not taking bronze and I'm not taking silver. I'm running for the gold. They shall run and not get weary. Don't worry about me. I'm on my way. It'll be all a preacher it'll be alright and they shall walk and not dehydrate they shall walk with strength in their limbs and they shall walk with power in their sinew they shall walk and they will not faint You've got to understand that God has already set things up and you're not in something that you cannot go through. Whatever you're in, God has empowered you. I'll talk to you over here. Whatever you're in, God has already empowered you. So gain strength. He said, have I not commanded you? Be strong and have a good courage be not afraid don't be dismayed it'll be alright somebody put a praise on it will Well, when God, when you stop asking like that and you start believing, I've been holding on for so long. God said, oh, 
walk around that mountain again. I'm going to walk you around that mountain until you get that out of you. Until you finally say, I don't care how long it takes. I put my trust in you. I don't care how long I've been homeless. I don't care how long my transportation's been down. I don't care how long I've been in lack. I put my trust in you. And they that put their trust in the Lord will not be put to shame. God said when you get that mentality, then watch me. Then watch me work. It's about your faith. Substance of things hold for Faith is the evidence of things you cannot see. When you get to that level of faith, watch God work. Put a praise on it. Put a praise on it. Especially you that are going through. Put a praise on it. Put a down payment on it. Sit down, let me finish. Sit down, let me finish. It'll be all right. Paul put it like this in Romans. He said, I reckon. I reckon that the sufferings that I'm going through in this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. Y'all not hearing what I'm saying. The suffering we're going through is temporary. And it's going to dwarf in comparison to the glory that God's going to reveal. So no matter what level you're in right now, take heart, my brother, my sister. Take heart, take heart. Because God has a plan. I've known people that have lived in their car. Lived in their car. Lived in their car. But kept their vision. Lived in their car with no money. But kept their vision. And today they're a billionaire. A billionaire with their own sound studio in Atlanta from sleeping in a car homeless and writing down what they got. If God did it for them, how much more will he do for you that believe Wait a minute, Pastor. Are you saying that he'll make me a billionaire? No, I'm saying that if God did it for them, he is no respected person. And if you have faith in the middle of your storm, if you've got faith in the middle of your struggle, and don't let go of your faith, even if you had to let go of your house, you didn't let go of your faith, even if you had to let go of your car, You didn't let go of your faith. I'm talking to you. I'm talking reality. I'm not talking false promises. Because this happens in life sometimes. This happens in life sometimes. 
sometimes people are renting and sometimes people don't have their own and some no let me put that particular back sometimes believers are renting sometimes believers don't have their own but they have a promise And you can take that promise to the bank. Even if you don't have enough money in the bank, you can take that promise and get a house. Because there are people in this room that got a house and not because they qualified for it, but because they had faith for it. Do I have anybody here? And faith becomes a currency. <laughs> I feel like I'm preaching. And faith becomes their currency. Where they had to rent before. They have a deed and keys. And they've seen God work. Because their faith came up to the level of the promise. Somebody high five somebody and say he's talking to me. who didn't high five I'm talking about those who have enough faith to high five high five somebody say I got it I got it I got it I got it can you do one more high five high five somebody say it'll be alright something that you cannot bear and he will never allow you to go through something without him being right there with you Ooh, I'm trying to preach that he will be right there and he will never leave you he will be right there and he'll never forsake you he will be right there and he'll calm the storm. He will be right there and he'll make a way out of nowhere. No matter your problem, God said it's going to be all right. You may have to go through a little longer, just a little while to labor, just a little while to wait. It'll be all right. Y'all don't hear me. That's the old folk used to say. Just a little while to stay here. Just a little while to wait. Just a little while to labor in the path that's always straight. Just a little more of trouble in this low and sinful state. But when we enter heaven's portal, we'll go sweeping. sing songs that would encourage you. Yes, yes. After a while, it'll all be over. After a while, the sun will shine. Somebody holler, it'll be all right. After a while, dark clouds will pass over. We will shout hallelujah. After a while, after a while, it will all be over. 
trouble, all my depression, all my loneliness, all my sickness. After all, the sun will shine. After while, these dark clouds will pass over. We will shout. If you won't do it, I will. I will shout hallelujah. Not when I get to heaven right here. I will shout hallelujah. After a while, somebody holler, it'll be all right. But you got to do it like a preacher. Oh, it'll be all right. Put a praise on. I gotta stop here. I gotta stop here. But I want you to take this home with you and go and face your mountain. Look at your mountain and say, Who are thou, great mountain? Who are you, O great mountain? Before me, God will level you down like a plane. And it's not by might, and it's not by power, but it's by God's Spirit. Everyone stand there. I'm, I'm, I'm going to stop here. No matter what country you're watching from, no matter what the economic system is in the country you live in, no matter what your economy is here in America, for the believer, God will make a way out of nowhere. Y'all are not hearing me. For the believer, you can be in a desert and God will bring water out of a rock. You miss that altogether. You can be walking in a desert point in your life where you don't see where it's going to come and God will bring water out of a rock. Y'all not hearing me. Hallelujah. You can be in a point of need and God will put money in a fish's mouth. He will, he will give you finance from places that you don't even know and don't even believe it's coming from. Because you don't believe what I just said, you're not going to get it. But you got to be crazy enough to believe that God's got a plan and it'll be all right. You gotta dance in the devil's face and let him know I'm not concerned anymore. For my God shall supply all my need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Oh, it'll be Cup your ear 
become a Pentecostal preacher and say, oh, it'll be all right. I feel belief. I feel faith rising up here. Somebody just got their joy back. We gotta go. But oh, we will be all right. Somebody's got faith in this house. children to come up now all those going back to school come now come on come on come on come on come on all those going back to school come hmm? no, just, just just all those going back to school come close Kids look a little too young to be going to school. Come quickly, come on, come on. Come on. And I want all those educators that stood up to come stand on this pulpit. All the educators. Just come around to the to the right. Come to the right. 
And I want all the parents of these children to come and stand behind this group. Come on, old man. Come on, come on. Come on up, little guy. Come all the way up. I want all the parents of these children to come stand. Just stand behind this group. It's okay, it's okay. Just stretch out, just stretch out. All the parents, just come and stretch out along the circumference. Hallelujah. We are going to pray before we leave this house. And young people, I want you to hear me. Look at me, look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. When you go back to school, there are going to be some changes in what they tell you. But I want you to remember what we're telling you today. No matter what they tell you in school about the change of gender and, and all that kind of stuff, know this, that's not true. When you go back with your afro in, that's a beautiful afro too. When you go back into your classrooms, and if anybody starts talking about any gender or it or they or you can't say her or him, I want you to know that's not true. Girls are girls. And boys are boys. And boys are boys. And little boys can't say, I'm a girl. Wait, wait, wait. And what? And girls can't say you are boy. Uh, no, now, now hear me. Hear me. Now there's a lot of things that happen with um, when you're growing up, and there are a lot of decisions and choices that you're going to be faced with. But know this, no matter what decision or choice you're faced with, always be truthful. Always be truthful. Girls can never be boys and boys can never be girls. At all. And if they say you're going to get in trouble because you won't change, you call your parents and you call this church. I'm, I'm not talking about those who are, who are struggling with their identity. Because there's some people that struggle with their their sexual identity. That's a different story altogether. But when you tell me I'm not who I am, that's when it goes into the point of insanity. If you're a girl, it's beautiful to be a girl. If you're a boy, Wonderful to be a boy. <laughs> However you are born, that's how you are. 
Amen. Amen. Not talking about the, the struggles you may have with, with your sexual identity. It's not talking about that. We're talking about your gender. Do you, have, do you, understand, do you understand what I'm saying? Do you, you understand what I'm saying? Huh? Yeah. So we're going to pray for you. Because when you're going back to school this year, you got to deal with some stuff. But we got your back. We got your back. We got your back. Got it? Y'all got to be brothers and sisters with all that hair. Got to be. Hair is in your family. Look, look at them, all three of them, just hair, just cascading hair, afros and hair. I want you to enjoy your school year, but go in there knowing that you are Christian children. I said you are Christian children. What are you? I want to hear you all. What are you? Come on, Afro. What are you? I'm going to try one more time. What are you? So raise your hands. Raise your hands up. Raise your hands up. And I want the parents behind them to point your hands toward your children. Point your hands toward these children. And for anybody watching online, this prayer goes for you too. I want the educators to point their hands toward the children if you're born again. Father, this is a different day, but you told us this day was coming. And now, Lord God, as we stand in the middle of this, the church will serve its purpose. You said in Psalm 34 and 11, you said, Come ye children, hearken unto me, and I will teach you the fear of the Lord. So, Father, we call upon you to touch the children. Let your hand rest upon them. Cover them under your protective blood. Give them strength that is supernatural. In this dark day, they need supernatural strength. So let the children be invested with supernatural strength. Strength that will not falter strength that will not be confused strength that will not be converted strength supernatural strength by the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus cover them protect them on the streets cover them protect them keep them from death keep them from abuse in the name of Jesus cover our children Lord God let them have the assurance that you God are their covering and that nothing will befall them. I pray for every young man and every young woman. In your name, Jesus. Let this school year be divine. Let them learn at an accelerated pace. Give them success in every subject. And let them be an example of a believer. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. As you remain, we're going to pray for these parents. Crown their heads with your wisdom. Parents and grandparents, crown their heads with your wisdom. Give them discernment to be able to sense when something is wrong. Give them the boldness to be able to speak to their children in a day where children will not hear. Give them the creativity to engage their children. Give them, Lord God, the passion to embrace their children stronger than they ever have before. Give them a sense of understanding. Give them an open ear instead of an open mouth. Open their ears to the cry of their children. Let them see with your eyes, hear with your ears feel with your heart these precious gifts 
that you've given to them that none of them be lost in the name of Jesus Amen now I want everyone to point your hands up here toward these educators raise your hands you educators my God this is an army an army set in the education system as agents of the kingdom in the mighty name of Jesus the army that has been set to raise up and to teach to educate the generations a task that is very very unique and they need a special anointing they need a special anointing every principal and every assistant principal and every teacher and every administrator and everyone that is, takes any position in the school system come on young people point your hands toward them come on parents in house and online we pray for them in the name of Jesus crown their heads with your wisdom give them the wisdom on how to answer these demonic agendas give them the power to stand up tall and to declare to the children the love of God by their example that they live by what they live in front of them in the name of Jesus give them to go home and bind up every spirit in the school give them to go through the wall the halls of their school and silently bind every demonic power in the name of Jesus as they hug the students give them to secretly bind up the power of the enemy as they shake the children's hands give them the power to destroy yokes give them more grace God give them more grace give them patience give them the ability to withstand give them how to answer give them Lord God favor in your name crown them crown them with your favor crown them and let them be more excellent than their peers in the mighty matchless name of Jesus Christ let this be a school year of victory a school year for the students and the educators of victory in the name of Jesus now everybody in this house praise God for the victory in this school year